0: You're listening to the No But For Real podcast.
1: A space where we respectfully keep it real on issues that affect Black women.
0: From dating and relationships to mental health and more.
1: Our latest episode is coming up next, so keep listening. Hey No But For Real fam, welcome back for another episode. I know we've been gone for a little bit, but we are back. We are back to talk about some juicy stuff that's been happening on social media And today, we're going to talk about the era of toxic male podcasters. Now, I know you guys have seen everything that's been happening on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. There's a lot of conversation going on, even in our government, with men and their opinion about women specifically. Mm -hmm. Um, So today, we're going to talk about that. I'm excited to hear what you got to say, Christine.
0: I am so excited, too. And I'm so excited to be back after... Yeah, it's been a little minute, but there's a lot that's happened in the last two weeks that we need to get into specifically with, yeah, like you you hit it on the the nail on the head, just males opinions about women, what we do, our bodies, how we date, how we carry ourselves. And it's just a lot to take in. But before we dive into everything, I want to remind you guys to subscribe to the podcast anywhere that you get your podcast, Apple, Apple. Uh, Spotify, Google Play, anywhere you get your podcast, make sure you're subscribed so you always know when we drop another episode.
1: Yeah, go show us some love, you guys. We see that you're listening, okay? We see the numbers, we see the stats, so show us some love. Let us know how you feel, okay? Yes. Um. You
0: know, like we said, it's been a little while since we've been off, but like we're coming at you guys on the heels of the news, that popular YouTube personality and I guess, relationship guru, um, Kevin Samuels passed away. Um, I believe due to cardiac arrest, he was 56 years old. Um, it's one of these things that, you know, whenever there's a celebrity death, mind you, he's not really a celebrity more like C-list, but any sort of celebrity death, there's always a polarizing kind of reaction, but I was definitely not prepared to see how everyone reacted to, Um, Kevin Samuel's death just like a lot of people really just kind of commiserating in it and like happy that he's gone because he was such a toxic force against women
1: I want to say I'm not surprised by the internet (laughs) I'm a little I'm a little disappointed in humanity's reaction I should say because um I personally feel like um when anyone loses their life whether a good person or a bad person I don't feel like it's anything uh to celebrate mm. and I, I say that lightly because <laughs> I mean yeah I, I just don't I just don't know if we should be celebrating the 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 loss of someone's life um in a situation like this now I I totally understand uh, people's feelings and emotions about him and his beliefs and and how he talked to women how he treated women I totally get that but to like celebrate it I I think that might be a little too far um I well before I
0: share my thoughts on that I do want to read some interesting quotes from his channel that have kind of been making the rounds in the wake of his death He is quoted to have said, if you have made it to 35 and you are unmarried, you are a leftover woman. (gasps) He also said, you are what is left. Men know there is something likely wrong with you. And another video he's, and then uh, some of the other videos on his channel were titled, women should let men use them. Modern women are average at best and women love when men cheat. So, oh, and this one's also worth uh, reading. He said that, he believed modern women charge for submission submission is a trait of femininity just like leadership and protection is a trait of masculinity but today you got women saying you don't get their feminine submission without paying for it fine ladies how much do you charge wow that's laughable it's it's laughable it's like infuriating it's again just very triggering you know rhetoric coming from him and his channel um to echo kind of what you said yeah it was I I didn't appreciate seeing all those comments because I also just I believe in like you know like if I didn't follow him like that before this I'm not gonna sit here all of a sudden now and like relish in his death because he said these things like do I think they're disgusting and ridiculous and wrong absolutely but I'm not gonna go out of my way to go online and write like oh yeah I hope he burns in hell and like he deserved this and just a lot of the like, crazy things that I'm seeing on Twitter I have such a love-hate relationship with Twitter because it's like it's almost like the morning paper you can kind of see like what's happening but like again like you said you're not surprised by the internet there's some just ugly you know vibes out there
1: (laughs) well you know as we all know the internet is a place where people can reveal the ugliest parts of themselves and not have any consequences even those who decide to show their face and that goes for those who have ghost accounts and don't want anyone to know who they are. You know what I'm saying? Like they're there, you can do whatever you want because you figure you're never going to see this person in real life. They're probably never going to see your comment. So let me just go ahead and throw up some hate up there. Cause you know, it's not gonna, what is it actually going to do? But I feel like in reality, whether that celebrity or whoever actually sees that comment or for kevin samuels he chose to be in the spotlight and you're saying things like this like either way it's just it's just damaging all around and i feel like in the space of if you choose to be in the spotlight or if you are a podcaster or whatever you call yourself a host i do think that you have a responsibility of being responsible with your words Mm. and in a situation like this, where you throw a death on top of it, I I just feel, I just feel like you have to be careful. And I feel like words are so powerful. And I feel like only a a certain amount of people understand how powerful words really are. Mm -hmm. So what I'm trying to say is, even though someone says something that you don't like, your response and those words that are coming out of your mouth are just as powerful as those words that you don't like and you need to be responsible with so your true. response.
0: So true, I remember thinking that to myself, um, cause I saw a tweet, I don't wanna misquote the person completely, but it was along the lines of like, you know, justifying the hate against him and his death by saying that like, when you have um, a platform that you use to spew out hate, you can't be surprised if in the wake of your death, people are responding, you know, with hate and that's the legacy you've created and i was like damn i can i can see how the how those dots kind of connect but at the same time for all the people who hate him and the fact that he used his platform to spread hate and you know nasty things it's like you're continuing his legacy by sitting on the internet and saying all these nasty things too you know it's like yeah just i think what i how i usually treat people who i feel just aren't getting it right I don't give them a platform I don't engage so I feel like it's the same if
1: you didn't engage when he was alive just yeah don't do it now like I don't even know you know anymore like who are you like you don't even exist so I'm not even gonna give you my energy you know what I'm saying I just I'll use I'll use Ike Turner for example mm. now I'm not saying that you should when a person dies that you should switch up and you know be tearful and running and you know throwing a parade I'm not saying that but again getting back to Ike Turner I feel like you know everyone uh, everyone hated him because we all know the story we all know what happened with him and Tina a lot of people didn't really care when this man passed away now again I can't tell you whether that's right or wrong because that's for you to decide for yourself but he wasn't completely like disrespected as a human being. (laughs) Couldn't
0: agree more. Could not agree more. And honestly, that's the basis of this episode because it's, it is about what you say. And as podcasters ourselves, like we understand the, the platform that we have and the weight that our words hold and what we choose to put out there and how it represents ourselves, um, you know, as women and Just, you know, we both kind of noticed within this podcasting community as a whole that there is, there there seems to be like an increase in podcasters like the Kevin Samuels of the world, like the Fresh and Fit podcasts of the world, you know, and the Charlemagne's and whoever, you know, just like these polarizing kind of figures who either seemingly thrive and build and connect with their platform based on their polarizing views of women or the way that they just actively seek to push forward this like alpha male type agenda that I feel is just I don't know
1: it's it's giving me pause it scares me to be honest like it, it makes me mad but it also scares me because there are so many people that think and feel the way that these toxic male podcasters feel And then on the other hand, you have, uh, you know, men out here who are listening to this, who maybe are in a spot in their life where they're not really sure how they feel about dating or not sure how they, you know, how they feel in themselves. And they're listening to this and they're being influenced by this. And they think, okay, well, this guy clearly seems like he's getting play. He's popular maybe this is how I should start acting. Maybe this is how I need to talk to women because it seems like it's working for him.
0: It does. It is a scary thought. At the end of the day, you do have to think for yourself. But yeah, there are a shocking and sad amount of guys that, honestly, that I personally know and that I just see have rallied behind guys like that and platforms like that that just make me like shake my head because I'm like, damn, like, please don't tell me you guys co-sign this. Like, it's just a lot of foolishness. And, you know, I know we've mentioned them a couple times now, but again, getting back to the Fresh and Fit podcast, there was like a clip that went viral recently um, of Myron from that show appearing on a different podcast with two white hosts where they kind of challenged each other on his view that men and women are not the same.
2: So my thing is, a man is capable of having sex with other women while still loving his girl the same. So it's not that big a deal. But it is a big deal if your girl's out here and are fielding options, if your woman's out here fielding options... Bingo. That's an issue. Bingo. Oh, sorry. So you're actually saying that in a relationship, it's okay for men to go and explore other options, but we have to be happy with you and not explore options. Absolutely. Close on your end, open on my end, and I think there should be honest Why? between the two. <laughs> Why? Why would crazy. Anyone agree to that? You, you can't just yeah. go sl- throwing that thing around and women sit at home waiting for you to come home Don't to smell the juice of another woman on you. Here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Can all men get away with this? Absolutely not. A small minority of men can. But the reality is, since the beginning of time, strong, powerful men, right, that had money and status were always able to have hordes of women. Look at Hugh Hefner. Look at Dan Blazerian. Look at kings. Look at sultans of past this, this is what women do. Women are attracted to men. But it is me, bro. I spoke. I spoke to. Dan, I, spoke to, Dan, I, spoke to Dan, I spoke to Dan. I spoke to Dan Balsarian. Yeah, I'm sick of you asking the finish. Your long, boring answers that are the same answer every time we ask you a question. Even Dan Balsarian last week well, told to me here, to sure. my face. Ta- yeah, so fucking what, clown? Here you are on the show. I can turn you off as well. Just turn these clowns off. See you, fellas. Grow up. Ring us back when you're 30 and you've got half a brain. You're not running around being led by your own dicks. Bye-bye. See, See you later. All. Turn Bye. them
1: off. I absolutely loved every minute of that video. Um, again, I think it's just, it just sounds like someone who honestly is, is sharing ideas that I don't even know if he came up with this I think he's this is hearsay and he's putting this together like it doesn't even sound like I'm just like how do you how do you say this out loud and really believe it and then who who is going who is dating you and going along with this that's what I need to know
0: I know like nobody in there I mean maybe some people in their right mind but I would think that no one in their right mind would be down for such an unequal partnership where men just get whatever they want it should be uneven in the guy's favor like please like please do not take that and run with it because you'll be alone forever and any woman who buys into that is like girl don't do it don't do it
1: well I do know that some of some of this and I can't speak for this guy I do know that some of this is a cultural thing I do know that for sure um across all cultures But I feel like this is taking it to a whole, like a a huge extreme.
0: I feel like the more time goes on, the more I realize like how kind of conservative some men really are and how that alpha male, like persona really pushes you to be like the male archetype and how much power they should hold versus how much power we should hold, not only in romantic relationships, but just in general, like, it's kind of wild.
1: But my thing I'm like, and I know this is a little off topic, but I'm like, okay, why, why are we measuring each other's power? If you're my partner and there's no measurement of who's doing what, because we're a team. So if that is your concern and that's what you're focused on, then you don't do, we don't need to be together.
0: Right. But that also comes with seeing that person as your equal. Right. So Mm -hmm. it's like, are we, we're clearly not equal here. We don't even have the same wants and needs and we don't deserve the same things according to this dude but you know but I mean I I personally that's why I'm really glad that we have our space to be able to dive into these issues and topics the way that we want I mean not gonna say we're not biased obviously we're giving it to you from our perspective as Black women but just not in a way that's like pushing such a harmful dynamic, you know, like we have our safe space, and there are other podcasts out there that we feel like kind of strike the right balance of that too.
1: Yeah, I'm a huge fan of High Learning Podcast with Van Lysen and Rachel Lynn Lindsay. <laughs> uh, I listen to them every week. I love that they have opposing views. They're not afraid to share their truth. I think they're very honest, um, and it feels genuine. And I feel like that's why I personally connect with that podcast is because you get the male and the woman perspective. Um, and even though you, d- you may not agree, you can understand where they may be coming from.
0: Absolutely. Definitely want to give a shout out to the Higher Learning Podcast, especially Van and Rachel, like definitely co-sign everything you just said. And, you know, we give it to you balance here too. I mean, yes, we're two women, but we definitely try to come at things from our own perspective. So definitely give them a follow. Give us a follow um, everywhere that you get podcasts. Again, like we're going to continue to keep it real here. And you guys know where to find us on all social media. You can find me at Ashley Reed Allen. you can find me at Christine I. Alexis. And of course, don't forget to follow the pod at No But Real Podcast. And until next time, we'll see you later. Peace.